ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Best of All Possible Podcast. <laughs> I am your host, Robert Weathers, and we here at Panglossian Productions in Williamsburg, Virginia, you know what I'm going to say, have a love for the weird. We love the unproduced, underproduced, and we also love 10-minute plays. Over the, course of the, our, uh, over the course of our time here in, in Virginia and our existence as a company, we have come to in, in hand of hundreds of 10-minute plays, and we'll never produce all of them, but some of them are really good and deserve at least a cold read, and that's what we're going to do here today. To help us out with that, we have a special guest here today, and our special guest is none other than Sharon Hollins. Hello, yeah. Sharon. Yeah. Welcome. It's good to have you here. Great to be here. Awesome. I am. Uh, this is the part of the show where I ask you a question that is tangentially associated with the play that we're about to read. So, Sharon, do you think that technology has changed humanity for the better? Uh, uh. <laughs> Go on. Humanity for the better? Sure. No. No, no. Uh, can you explain that a little bit? Um. I think it may have improved our lives somewhat, but I think in many ways humanity has been made worse because there is now no accountability. You can say and do whatever you want online. It's funny you say that. That's going to work out nicely for the play that we're about to oh, read. Good. Which, <laughs> by the way, is a play called The TV Thief, a short play by Deborah Shava Singer. Now, there are three characters in this play, plus a phone. Uh, a, the phone talks, and so I will play the part of the phone. These guys, again, this is a cold read, and so they don't know what parts they're going to play just yet. So, joining us are two other actors. I forgot to introduce them. <laughs> two guys who are returning here with us this week. To my left, we have Jason Ballou. Welcome, Jason. <laughs> that yip-yip you heard in the opening belonged to Jason. <laughs> That's the one. Uh, and to my right is Joe Joseph, Joe Ziarco. Welcome back, Joe. If, and, and I know you're just about to ask this anyways. If I had to pick the most influential piece of technology for our day and age, it would be the combination hot dog griller uh, bun toaster that I hope you would put on your wedding registry because it's what I'm buying you regardless. <laughs> well, then we're just not going to put it on the registry then. So. We'll get you some New England rolls to go with that. Oh, oh yeah. That's do they great. Yeah, that's that's a, a, oh, man. Can it be Snoopy themed? It's, it better be Snoopy themed. <laughs> yeah, Snoopy themed. Thank you. So, um, that's everybody. The peanut gallery is really loud today, everybody. I'm very sorry. <laughs> There's several beers in. <laughs> um, so uh, the characters of our play are Dallas, Riley, and Taylor. So Jason, if you would be so kind as to read Dallas. Of course. Joe, if you would be so kind as to read Riley. Got and it. Sharon, would you please read Taylor? Now, uh, according to the playwright, under the cast of characters, the characters can be any gender. So that's... That's what I did. <laughs> You're welcome. I will read the stage directions and I will also voice the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, The TV Thief by Deborah Shava Singer. At Rise, a front porch, the faint flashing of red and blue lights from what would be across the street. Dallas and Riley are seated. They focus on the smartphones in their hands. On a small table before them is a tray with carrot and celery snacks clustered on the side of the tray away from them as though the closer ones have already been eaten. 
I mean, seriously, who films themselves stealing a TV and then posts it online? Hello, someone who gets caught, Avi. Someone asking to get caught. Do you think it was a cry for help? A cry for stupidity, more likely. Who even steals a TV these days? I don't even own a TV anymore. Really? Like... Um, yeah. I mean, there's more to life, you know. That's so cool. Like... I wonder if there's a reward? <clears throat> that would be good. Wish list. Those online streaming subscriptions really add up. So true. Oh, bye. Dallas shows Riley on the phone. Nice. Yeah. It's not my fault if Taylor has terrible taste. Uh, try swipe, swiping left for once. They did say on the news the police wanted people to call in if they recognized the person from video. Not my fault someone forgot to buy a mask. Or steal one at least. Right. Remember, <laughs> when Taylor brought home the one who wanted to be a professional bowler. Right, and then we all went bowling. And you won. <laughs> I know. Maybe I should be a pro bowler. Hey, phone. Where can I bowl? Okay, what to do for a cold? No, phone. Where can I bowl? Beyonce Knowles is an American performer. No! <laughs> shut up, phone. Where can I go to bowl? Okay, here are five stores nearby where you can buy bowls. Damn you, phone. Never mind. Riley reaches for some carrots, but they are at the other end of the tray. Riley stretches out a hand. I'll use the force. May the force be with you. The force fails. Not getting up, Riley fumbles with the tray, uh, fumbles by pulling the tray closer, and it falls to the floor. Mom, we need more carrots out here. And then there was the musician. Yeah, the aspiring musician. Right, aspiring. The one that. Oh, the one that played the spoons. Some music might need it. Oh, here's a video of a raccoon using a spoon. Oh, a sloth being fed. Uh, share it. Oh. They watch on their phones. <laughs> Dallas reaches for where the carrot and celery snacks were. After not feeling them, Dallas looks over. Are we out of carrots? Noticing across the street. Uh, they're putting Tyler's car. They're putting Tyler's date in the car. Dallas and Riley filming it with their phones. Riley takes a selfie with the arrest in the background. Dallas and Riley take a selfie together. They return to their phones. Are you uploading these? Yeah. Send me a copy. Sure. Next year's holiday card. Ooh. Taylor enters. She's disheveled. Why is it every time that I bring someone home something like this shit happens? What the hell is wrong with this family? I am never bringing anyone home ever again to meet any of you. I hate you all. I hate you all so much. And if it doesn't work out between me and Chris, well, one day I'm going to meet the right person and, and then I'm not, I'm not ever bringing them to meet any of you. And, and we will get eloped instead. And, and when we have kids, you'll never meet them. You'll never meet any of them. Taylor storms off. Did you film that? Yes, I did. Posting it. I'm going to remix it first. Even better. Send me a copy. How about remixing yes. the competition? Yes, nice. The end. <laughs> 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 oh.
I never knew what it would be like to live with Jason in California, oh, but I feel God. like there's... What did I just do? <laughs> so, this is sort of a little different. We're going to, by the way, we're going to move on now to the part of the show where we have a brief discussion about what we've just seen. And this play is a little different from uh, a common trope, if you will, uh, in our modern age, looking back on movies where the whole thing could have been solved with just a cell phone. In this case, we have a play where the action is caused because of the cell phone. The characters uh, uh, reported seeing the uh, uh, Taylor's date uh, stealing the TV because he posted it online. <laughs> and so I was wondering, uh, this, uh, this is a question that I, when I read this, I just had to ask. So can you think of a play offhand that would be a good example of a play that could be solved. The problem could be totally solved if there was just a cell phone. Romeo and Juliet. That's, that's exactly where I went. I was going to say, much ado about nothing, also uh -huh. a, a, a good one. Yeah, I, I, uh, Romeo and Juliet is exactly, is exactly where I went. The whole poisoning would, you know, with the scheme would have been known right away. Anything offhand, Jason? No, I think y'all hit it on the head. <laughs> Basically, any Shakespeare, I think, is... I mean, any comedy of errors, when you can have a phone comedy or tragedy of uh -huh. errors... Uh... Well, anything that relies on the lack of communication. Yeah. So, anything written more recently, of course, the audience would immediately throw that out. Mm -hmm. If they're like, mm -hmm. you know, well, you didn't hear from him for three weeks. Clearly, that's not going to work in today's time because we hear from each other every five seconds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it has to be something I think older. That's where Shakespeare comes in there. I I also thought about uh, waiting for Gatto, but then I thought maybe Gatto would just send some text messages saying that he was on the way. Yeah. And then never show up. You well, find a reason waiting for Gatto though. Let's just know. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe Gatto is old school and doesn't have a phone. Yeah. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. There is no point. That's the point. <laughs> so. Maybe um, a payphone? Huh? Huh? Uh, Do those even exist anymore? Probably not. Rare. I saw one in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was functioning, but it was in a museum. <laughs> <laughs> so, where is where is this happening? Where 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 do you see in you know in your director's eye, guys, mm. this happening? What does the set look like? For me, it was a trailer park. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I, I was actually thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like, I want to see, and and I. I'm curious as to whether or not the costuming would be incongruent with this, but I want kind of a very old school looking. I didn't think trailer park, but I did think kind of really old school porch where you're sitting there, it's a little run down, but when you saw it start, you expected something from the 1930s to happen. Well, it's, it's also, it's, it's the dichotomy of the, the humor to me is, it's like the Oldsmobile that's falling apart, but it's got really nice rims on it. Yeah. You know, it's the idea of even the poorest of the poor in, in our, you know, first world country have a smartphone. Yeah. And yet they're living, you know, off of government care. They can't afford anything. It's, it's amazing how far the phone has gone. Mm -hmm. And not just, you know, mm -hmm. a flip phone, but an actual smartphone. And clearly, you know, they have a, a, a smartphone there. So I think that would give a great dynamic to it, is just being in... A, for me, a trailer dump, like an absolute trash of a place, but having these nice phones and reporting this crime. And of course, he's stealing a boob tube. He's not stealing a flat screen. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> in, in my version, this thing is one of those big, heavy, you know, it's like 300 pounds, and it's really not very clear. It's very fuzzy at, a, you know, five feet. <laughs> Sorry, I, that's what no, I meant. No, I think, you're, I I think you're right. Any thoughts, Sharon? 
No, I didn't see that, but... <laughs> so what do, you, what do you think, Sharon? I don't know, I was thinking, um... I think I was thinking a uh, somewhat nicer neighborhood. Um, all Ikea furniture? All Ikea, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, they're, they're eating celery sticks and carrot sticks for God's sake. Fair enough. Um, to be sure, right. yeah, yeah, they are. So, I was thinking something a little, a little nicer, a little, whatever the modern equivalent of yuppie kind of is. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't have the spread that we have tonight of Doritos and <laughs> and cracked pepper potato chips. Not that they're bad. Not that they're bad. No, they're good. Lay's, if you want to sponsor us, we're not going <laughs> to... You mean Lay's cracked salt and... Ah, damn, yeah. I messed it up. Ah, never mind. Right. Never mind. Never mind. Done. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, folks. <laughs> now Jay's was the host. Wrap it up. So let's, let's talk about... Taylor here for just just a minute. If, if so, let's go with Sharon's thought on this. So this is a nicer neighborhood, and Taylor has brought home this this person who decided to steal a television from one of the neighbor neighbor houses. What's going on? What's going on with Taylor? And also, how often does Taylor storm out like this? Because uh, Dallas and Riley are totally unaffected. Sorry, I burped. Um, they're totally unaffected by this. So. What do you think? Uh, is is it just that Taylor is young and rebellious, Sharon, or Taylor's picker's broken? Oh, her picker is broken. <laughs> her, her, ah. her, her, her what now? Picker. Her picker. Oh, thank you. Okay. Picker. Okay. <laughs> is this is this a the phrase? The claw isn't working. Oh. Ah. So Jason's from Arkansas. Her fishing pole ain't really oh. there. <laughs> so so. In, in Sharon's version, does that mean that, that this other guy was just so hipster that the boob tube that he saw across the way was just like that like classic turntable? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you, yeah. <laughs> think of the most unpleasant man ever that you have met in life. Oh, uh, we both know who that is. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Terrible sweater on, a hipster mustache, and just sees like a boob tube across the way and is like, yeah. Guys. The kind of person who the kind of person who would still use a Polaroid even though the film was like twenty dollars for ten pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I hate yeah. this guy. I've never even met him. <laughs> yeah, see, this one's about good one, Taylor. <laughs> Make sure you hit that subscribe button. We'll be here every week. <laughs> well, guys, I want to thank you for coming and joining us here this week uh, to read the TV Thief by Deborah Shabbos Singer. I want to thank uh, Deborah Singer for uh, for her work. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. 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 And we, of course, want to make sure that we thank our readers, Jason and Sharon and Joe, for joining us. And, of course, our sound technician, Lauren Watkins, with Zodiac Productions. Thank you very much. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button. I'm saying that in earnest this time, so you will get a brand new, uh, get, get a brand new play every week. Be sure to share our stuff on social media if you like it. That really helps us out a lot. If you would like to submit a play for us to consider for the podcast, go ahead and send it in a PDF file to pen, uh, literary at panglossian.org. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.